Welcome to Exodus, California. I'm your host, Joanne Kraft, and my husband, Paul, will be your co-host as we share our story about how we left California and made our home in the rolling hills of Tennessee. Exodus, California is a podcast for Californians who've had enough and are getting ready to pull the trigger and make that move out of a state they once loved. Some of you may be thinking of moving to Arizona or Idaho. Many more of you will land in Texas or even Nevada. But for those of you thinking about Tennessee, this podcast is where you'll discover lots of valuable information on just how to make that move. There's a mass exodus out of the Golden State happening today. The beautiful Western State was once a coveted destination for millions of families who moved there because they wanted better opportunities, better weather, and the freedom to enjoy both. But sadly, California is not the same today. I'm a third generation Californian and I completely understand all the reasons you fell in love with California. But I also understand all the reasons you're thinking about leaving her now. On our show, we'll talk about all those questions you have about moving to Tennessee, things like taxes, real estate prices, churches, public schools, crime rates, tornadoes, and yes, we'll even talk about the one thing that scares a Californian most of all, humidity. Once we moved our family to Tennessee, our company has not stopped and we seriously love it. We just love having people here. We've shown so much real estate and so many have fallen in love with the state we moved to. I'm telling you, the word is out. Many have moved here and we don't just talk to our family. We talk to friends and friends of friends and even strangers on a weekly basis. People who wanna know all the details about how we did what we did when we moved to Tennessee with no friends waiting no family here to help us, and no job on the horizon. And honestly, it was the best decision we have ever made. We pray this podcast encourages you, answers some questions, and gives you the help you need to start planning your very own exodus from California. Today, we're going to be talking about moving out of state when you have kids. And this is true whether you have children under 18 or children over 18. Moving out of state when you have kids of any age can make the move a little bit more difficult. I have been on social media a bit just kind of talking to people who are leaving California and one of the things I hear so often from people who seem so discouraged they're saying yeah I want to move but my adult kids don't want to go with me or I want to move and but my teenager wants to stay in her high school or I want to move but I don't want to do that to my kids and take them out of school. And so we're going to talk about ways to approach that subject, maybe some change of mindset about how you feel about that particular topic, and hopefully give you some tips and tricks in how to broach the subject with your kids and make it a positive experience for everybody. One of the things I think that helps a lot is, you know, obviously communication. And that's the word we hear all the time, to communicate. It doesn't help at all if your kids all of a sudden wake up to a U-Haul in their driveway. It is important to be talking to them about things, you know, obviously age appropriate, what's happening, and you don't want them to be afraid, but you want to encourage them that there are other opportunities that really can make life an adventure. And rule number one, and if you have kids, you understand this as well as anybody, 
rule number one is that your kids are going to feed off of your emotions. So if it's something that you're apprehensive about, that you are so nervous about that it's giving you anxiety, if you're projecting that, your kids are going to pick up on that. And the opposite is true as well. If you're treating it as a very positive experience, an adventure, something that's going to be fun, then uh, that uh, also reflects down to the children and they pick up on that. So remember that the way that you approach it and the attitude you have about it is going to uh, be a lot of what guides your kids' attitude and how they approach it. Absolutely. And so make sure, I'm talking to the moms out there, make sure that your cell phone conversations are private because even though you're telling little Johnny that everything's going to be great, but you're crying to your sister on the phone, uh, that sends mixed messages. And it's okay. Moving to another state is difficult. We've done it. We know how hard it is. And so it's okay to acknowledge that and to say, look, we know this is going to be difficult, but the reward on the other side is going to be worth it. Uh, Joanne's written two books. Uh, One is The Mean Mom's Guide to Raising Great Kids, and the other one is Just Too Busy, which are both available on Amazon. And uh, in there, you know, she talks about some parenting tips and tricks to hopefully help make the transition smoother. So how do you move out of state when you have kids? Let's start at the top. If you are married you need to be on the same page. You need to be on the same page because if you're not on the same page, your kids are going to just eat you alive because it's only a matter of time before it's good cop, bad cop. And your kids are going to be parent shopping, you know, to the parent who doesn't want to go or who does want to go. You need to be on the same page. That's really important. And that also goes back to what I was saying earlier, where the attitude that you have about the move is going to reflect upon the, the kids. So if you and, and your spouse are not on the same page and are having a disagreement whether to move or not, uh, that's and, and you've decided to go ahead and do it anyway, then that animosity, that disagreement is going to reflect down to them. So you definitely want to make sure that you're in agreement as to whether or not a move is right for you and what place you're going to move to. Another thing I would like to add to that, and after talking to some people yesterday, was some I talked to a single mom and another, actually quite a few single moms, who are moving here to Tennessee from California with no family here. And I thought, wow. And I asked one of them, why, and you know, is your family coming? And, and she said, no, my mom is toxic. And I thought, okay, well, that makes things a little bit easier. But also just remember your kids are watching. So get along to the best of your ability. Leaving with a relationship as well intact as, as possible is very helpful. Now, when you're talking to your younger children about moving, one of the things that help is to make it sound fun, make it sound like an adventure. But the other thing that helps too is to let them know that this may be temporary. This isn't permanent. One of the things that we did with our kids is we told them, we're moving out here and we're going to give it two years. So I think that helped with the transition. Now, as soon as we got here, we kind of knew that we were never going back. We just felt really at home. But when we left California and got to Tennessee, we had no idea if it was going to be the greatest thing we ever did or the dumbest thing we ever did. And so one of the things we told our kids is we're going to give it two years. That gives the kids, you know, at least some comfort that, hey, maybe we're coming back. So that kind of despair they have about I'm never going to see my friends again, well, maybe they will in two years. And so it's okay to kind of put a timeline on it and say we're going to try this for two years 
and we'll revisit it. We have four children. We had a college graduate that year. We had a high school graduate just weeks before we moved. And we had a child going into the eighth grade and a child going into the sixth grade. It was perfect timing for us, we thought, because uh, the uh, college graduate wanted to stay in Southern California, didn't want to come. The high school graduate didn't want to come, but he was under 18. And so we told him, "We, you're coming with us. And once you turn 18, you can buy your own ticket and make your way back, which by the way, he only went back, what, twice in eight years? Well, the other nice thing about that was that he was going to be going into college. So he was going to be starting a new school regardless. We weren't pulling him out of school. So the sixth and eighth grader would be in school together. So that was a good time for us, we figured, to come out. And the kids, so I would say four, four of our kids, half of them did not want to come. Half of them, ref- and one refused, and she was a grown adult, so she could stay where she wanted to stay. But we, di- we laid out all the reasons why we were leaving with her, and she came to visit a few times, and we didn't bring up the reasons anymore. We just tried to really show her a good time and enjoy her, her, her time with us. And then she said, hey, you know, I think I am going to come on an adventure. So part of it is when you come for a visit, if you bring your kids out, we're talking about, you know, again, kids that are under 18, try to find some fun things to do so that they know that there's something here for them. So here in Tennessee, we've got uh, an amusement park out in East Tennessee called Dollywood. We've got several attractions in Middle Tennessee. Uh, If your kids like to fish, you know, take them fishing for the day. Do some things that they feel like there's going to be some fun things for them to do here. If they like sports, Come during the fall and take them to the high school and go to the high school football game. If they like soccer, you know, take them on a Saturday morning to the soccer fields to watch the community play soccer. Do things that show them what they'll be able to do when they get here. Or take them to a Preds game. If you're here during hockey season, you have to go to a Preds game, yes. But at any rate, we digress. Yes, oh, they're great. Okay, so, and they're all family-friendly. Very family-friendly. I will tell you, very family-friendly. So what do you say with an adult kid who won't leave? Well, first off, I would have to ask you, are they living in your basement? If they're living in your basement, they really don't get a vote. That's just my opinion. You don't get to vote on the future of the family with a joystick playing video games. That's just, you, you, you don't get to make that vote. So I'm sorry that that may upset you, but life won't get better for that person with you staying there in California. Well, and you have to evaluate the reasons why you have decided to leave. Remember, at this point, we're assuming that you've already decided on paper that California is not the place for you and that you want to relocate to a different state. So, you know, one of the things that we like to say is, why would your adult children have veto power over what you think is the best option for your life? And so when you're dealing with adult kids, um, you know, you tell them you have the freedom to do what you want to do. We have the freedom to do what we want to do. Here's why we've chosen to relocate to Tennessee. And you lay out the reasons why. Really, you know, your adult kids, for the most part, if they don't want you to move, it's it's probably very self-centered on their part in terms of they don't want to lose what they perceive as their support system. Um, they don't want to lose their connection. They feel like that's going to be broken. And one of the things you can do is reassure them that, no, we're still here. We're still going to be here for you. You can still reach out to us anytime. We're not moving to a third world country. Um, you know, Tennessee has Internet. We have video chatting capabilities. We can use Zoom here. So there's a number of things that you can do to, to maintain that connection. But if you've decided that's the best option for, for you and your family, then you need to pursue that and just have the ability to talk to your adult children about the best way to make that transition. And then other people have said this, well, I feel like a terrible parent 
leaving my grown kids, leaving my college-age kids, leaving my grandkids, I feel terrible. Well, when it comes to that, again, you have to decide what's best for you and your family. And so if you've decided that's what you're going to do, it doesn't make you a terrible person to pursue it as the best opportunity for you. Because what is the best opportunity for you is usually going to trickle down to them. So the better opportunity you make for you, the better opportunity you have with them. You'll have the opportunity to travel, to go back and visit. But the other thing I like, especially if you have, you know, working adult kids that are out in the, the field and they're making money and they're operating their careers. If you've reached this point, you've probably put down on paper how much more it costs you to stay in California versus come to another state. So let's say it, you have to work and earn an extra $20,000 to stay in California. Well, then tell your adult kids, if you want me to stay in California, then pay me $20,000 because that's what it's costing me to stay here. And then you'll see what their commitment is to you actually staying here. Are they willing to do the work necessary for you to stay in California that you yourself don't want to do? And there's nothing wrong with that. And actually, that works in reverse. If uh, We're not talking about that right now. But if you're talking to your parents who say, you know, the grandparents say, oh, but you need to go to school in California. Say so you are more than welcome to pay their four years and buy their house because you're going to need to do both. Because we can't if you want to retire. And the other thing is that if you've made the decision that California is not the place for you and you're going to move to another state and you're getting some pushback from your adult kids or, or your parents, remind them that they're free to come with you. If that relationship, you know, being that close proximity is so important, then they're free to move to Tennessee as well because you've decided that's the best opportunity for you to live the life that you feel is best for for you. Then tell them that they're free to join you in that. And if they don't want to, then you have to question why you have to make the sacrifice for the relationship. I guess we should title this moving your, you know, how to move out of state when your family doesn't want you because we're kind of talking about um, your parents and elderly yeah, so. folks. But if, if we're going to be talking about that, we also need to share. We have a couple of people who moved out here from California and we help them purchase their property. Again, that is what we do. We find your home and we get to be a part of your Tennessee story, which we love. You can find us, uh, you can email us actually at moving to Tennessee at gmail.com. That's moving to Tennessee at gmail.com. And Paul will actually get you set up on an automated real estate, uh, what do you call it, like just email? email. You get an email every morning at 5 a.m. that uh, will, uh, 5 a.m. Central Time, that uh, has the new houses that have come on the market that fit whatever your criteria and parameters are. And I'm, I, I even get them, and I'm not buying a house. I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. I love looking at them. Anyway, so we have some friends that moved here, and they had elderly parents, and the elderly parents were the type to say, hey, no, you go live your dream that, you know, California is a mess. I have lived my life. This is this is the kind of selfless parents they had, which was very sweet. But the, the grown adults came out here, but the, every month they went back and stayed with their parents and they would stay about five days. And they actually ended up spending more time with their parents than if they hadn't moved. Now, thankfully, they had other siblings to help take care of the parents. But there are other ways, there are other things to do to be creative, to actually make that move and make it easy on pretty much everybody. We had another couple that decided to move to Tennessee from California. And when they were living in California, they were living in an apartment. Uh, They were both working uh, jobs. So they were working full time, which gave them little time with the grandkids anyway. And what time they had, it was kind of haggard and squeezed in and just going from place to place. 
they relocated to Tennessee. So in California, living in an apartment in Tennessee, they bought a house, a very nice brand new home close to Nashville. And one of them was able to quit their job. So now they're living on one income. They have much more freedom and free time to pursue the things that they want to pursue. And when the kids and grandkids come to visit, it's a much richer time. It's been our experience that really if people are willing to work at it, the relationship's actually richer because when you do come together, you have more time to spend together and it's much more of a focused relationship, tends to go deeper. You know, now that we're talking, I do remember we did bring the kids out both times. So, you know, it might even be better if people took the kids both times they went because it, it is something to be said if they're old enough to actually feel like they're making a part of that decision with you, even though we both know uh, it's your decision, but they get to be a part of a team mentality. And our kids, actually, they wanted to move here. When we came out here the first time, they wanted to move out here. They were so excited. They loved it. They really did. And then by the time we did move out here, our son who graduated high school, I think he drove the whole three days with a fishing pole uh, right on his lap uh, ready to go fishing anywhere he got the chance to. So that was sweet. And, you know, there were a lot of things to look forward to. Yes, was it hard? Yeah, but you know what? The life we have, I, it's, I just don't even remember how hard it was anymore. It was so worth it. It was so worth it. And that's just it. It really comes down to, yes, it's difficult, but for us, it's been the best decision we've ever made. Uh, not just for Joanne and I, but for our kids. Uh, we've got to see them accomplish things here in Tennessee that they never would have been able to accomplish in California. And you'll have Californians tell you, oh, well, we made it, so you can too. But I'm, I'm telling you, our kids have done things here in Tennessee they never could have done in California. And if they were able to do half of it in California, they would have worked twice as hard to do it. And mm-hmm. we're thinking, why do we want to sentence our kids to that lifestyle when we don't have to? There's other alternatives out there. Mm-hmm. Our kids are, well, if we meet you for that cup of coffee, if you come to Middle Tennessee, we'll talk more to you about just what they have accomplished. It is pretty exciting. And it, and it also encourages us to know that we did the right thing. We did the right thing when back then, this was before there were forest fires. This was before COVID. This was when people were looking at us like, have you lost your mind? You're moving to Tennessee. I mean, we were moving then. And I am so grateful that we did. I'm so grateful we did. So a couple other things I want to touch on real quick about moving out of state when you have kids. When you are moving out of state, like we said earlier, you have to encourage them that they're moving to something. You have to put the focus on what they're moving to, not what they're moving away from. Make that your focus. What are they moving to? And there are great websites. There's a website called onlyinyourstate.com that actually highlights Tennessee, all the states of the country. And there are some great little ideas of things to do with the family. You know what? Tell them they're going to catch fireflies. If you guys are moving out in the summer, that's exciting for kids. I can't tell you how many people I've heard squeal for the first time seeing their first firefly from our back deck. It's, It's just the sweetest thing. Give them something to move to. And once you get here with them, you start to make it a home. You start to make it a home by getting them involved. Do not let them have... What do you call that, Paul? The heckler's vote? Heckler's veto. Heckler's veto. Do not allow them to have a heckler's veto. Do not allow them to tell you, no, I don't want to play soccer in Tennessee. I only wanted to play in California. Well, too bad. 
Because once they do, they get out there, they start meeting people, get them in a good youth group, in a church out here. There's lots of camps going on out here. There's so much for the kids to be a part of and involved in. I am usually an anti-busy advocate for parents. It, this is one of the few times I think it's very valuable to keep them busy because when they do come out here, they need to feel a part of something. And I promise there will be a lot of other kids walking in their same shoes. And the other thing, too, to help make the transition easier is to let the kids know when, when you leave California, they're free to call or video chat their friends anytime they want. That just helps them feel like they're not leaving everything behind, which is really what the for kids where the trauma is they feel like they're never going to get to talk to their friends again and remind them that's not the case. A couple other things that are fun to do when you get out here. Uh, in the Tennessean, there's a lady who writes an article out here. Her name's Mrs. Cheap. I'm not Ms. sure. Ms. Cheap. M.S. period Cheap. I'm not sure what her real name is, but she goes by the moniker of Ms. Cheap. But every season, there's a section in the newspaper that talks about all the events coming up for that particular season. And there is, I mean, there's more stuff in there than you could possibly do. Most of it is free. Also, if you have a your electric service through Middle Tennessee Electric, uh, they send a magazine. I think it's every two months, maybe every three months. But in the magazine, they list events that are happening in eastern, middle, and western Tennessee. And again, most of those are free community events. So there's plenty of opportunities to get involved out here. The other thing that's fun uh, for kids is to go to another state. It's one of the great things about being in Tennessee is we're bordered by nine states. I don't know a lot. I don't I know. I can't if remember that's... if it's seven or nine. I don't know. <laughs> But you're only like two hours to Kentucky, you're two hours to Alabama, you're like three and a half hours to Arkansas, uh, you're a couple hours to Mississippi. Tell the kids you're going to another state. I mean, as adults, we know it's just an imaginary line that was drawn by somebody years ago that forms the border. And if you didn't have a sign to tell you crossed over to Mississippi, you wouldn't know. But for the kids, that's fun. Hey, we went to Mississippi today. And so you can always think of kind of creative things to do that way to help ease the transition. But one thing I'm going to ask that you do when you do bring your kids from California, and since I don't know you, I can ask this question. Make sure, please, teach them manners. Please make sure they know how to say thank you and please. When you come to this culture, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, it's not a military thing. It's a respectful thing. And if they know you, they call you by your first name with a miss before it or a mister before it. Having good manners is incredibly important. Please don't please don't make us look bad. And kids saying yes sir, yes ma'am, no sir, no ma'am, that's a real thing out here. And uh, one, it's kind of fun to teach your kids that. And two, it, it helps them fit in better. They don't feel quite so out of place. So uh, yes sir, yes ma'am, those are very real things out here. Thanks for listening to Exodus California. We are so grateful for listeners like you. Show us your appreciation and subscribe and share this podcast with all your friends. If you'd like to receive personalized real estate listings, email us at movingtotennessee at gmail.com. That's movingtotennessee at gmail.com. And let us help you make Tennessee home. All right, dear. Barbecue's ready.